Hello, good morning, dear friends. You're welcome to a new episode of these English lessons. Today is Friday, November 13th, so happy weekend to you. We are going to listen to a new episode of our podcast. Today's episode is number 144. This is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. I have just received a message from one of our listeners. And it's Josh again from Thailand. So thank you, Josh, for staying with us. I think um, um, we listened to the question from Josh last time, and it was about um, how to treat a customer in such a way that it cannot be considered bribery and corruption. So today, Josh has written back to us and says it's very difficult in our culture to. Not treat a customer nicely. So how can we solve this problem? Okay, judges, continuing with that debate, we said last time that in many cultures, especially in Asian culture, I am in China. In China, it's a very, very popular thing to do to treat your customer with expensive gifts, um, an expensive dinner, five-star hotel. Um, um, an expensive spa, and so on and so forth. So, is this bribery and corruption? That's what Josh is asking. So, thank you again, Josh, for staying with us, and we hope that you will continue to be our very loyal listener. Okay, I'm going to begin with that um, with that question from Josh. Um, it is true, like I said in the previous episode, that. It's very hard to draw a clean line between um, just entertaining your customer and actually bribing, bribing your your customer. So it's it's very hard to say how much is the limit. If you spend um, $500 in the case of Thailand, if you spend uh, $500 back. High bat. Is that corruption? Is that bribery? I think the only way you can, um, the only way you can differentiate between what is simple entertainment and what is bribery is um, look at the cost of the expenditure. Look at how much you spend on. Making your customer or your client feel comfortable. If the cost is about 10% of the total business volume that you're going to operate with your client, then it can be considered as bribery. It shouldn't be that much. For example, if you're going to do a business deal with your customer, and the business deal is going to be um, something like $10,000. And then you have to entertain your customers spending something like, um, like, like one thousand dollars or five hundred dollars. I think it's too much. It's a kind of bribery. You're trying to bribe. Um, it, the entertainment, what we discussed last time, as corporate responsibility, has to be very basic and shouldn't influence the decision that the person makes. Whether to do business with you or not. If it does, if you feel like that person's opinion has been bought, or that person has been coerced 
into saying yes or signing the contract with you, then it's a bribery. That's bribery and corruption. So with that, I think Josh can, you can make your own decision based on each situation. With that, we get into the content of today. Today, we're going to introduce a new social hero, which is very, very related to bribery and corruption, because um, since we are continuing with this series on social heroes, I thought we should discuss a new social hero today, but I decided to pick a social hero that is very, very related to what we have already learned. We have already uh, learned um, different kinds of discrimination, and then we have seen bribery and corruption in several sectors like business, education, health sector, and in job hunting. And today we're going to introduce a new word, which is embezzlement. That's the noun, embezzlement. So I'm going to spell it for you guys listening. E-M-B-E-Z-Z-L-E-M-E-N-T. It's a long word, so I'm going to take that again for you to write down correctly. E To use it as a verb is to embezzle, to embezzle. So if you use it as a verb, you can just say to embezzle. And if you use it as a noun, it's embezzlement. Okay, so then we get into the meaning. What does this mean? When you embezzle, or let's define the noun, embezzlement refers to a situation where money or property that's supposed to go for the good of the company for your own personal use. Let me take that again. Money that is supposed to be used for company or is supposed to be used for a project. You decide to use that money for your own personal problems. Property cars, houses, um, office supplies, things that are supposed to be used for company work. You decide to then use those things for your own personal use because you're in a position of power and you can do that and get away with it because you can actually cover it up. This is embezzlement. For example, you are the head of department and there is a budget for your department and you decide to cut some money from that budget and use it for shopping, buying personal things for yourself. That's embezzlement. Another example, you are an accountant in a company and you don't enter the right 
figures regarding expenses maybe you increase the expenses and then in that way you can keep some money for yourself that's embezzlement another example if you are going to organize a fundraising party for your company and so you're supposed to uh, send in a budget so that your boss can give you the money so that you can organize the party then you make a budget with items that are overbilled so if you're going to buy some uh, a few bottles of drinks but you put like three cartons of drinks so you charge you overcharge the item so that later on you can then buy less and keep the rest of the money for yourself that's embezzlement so this is a social ill because um, we see it a lot in business we see it a lot in companies and some people are so used to doing that and it becomes sometimes normal to some people to do this but we are trying to discuss this so that people should know it is not only a social ill it is in fact a crime in many countries it is a crime punishable by jail term so you can actually go to jail for doing that because it's stealing if we want to use a simpler word we would simply say it's stealing you know you're actually stealing from the company and this does not only happen at a level of uh, private companies but this happens at a level of the government too people who are working for the government people who are in charge of uh, government projects ministers um, department heads, um, civil servants, people who are just there to work for the government, they also practice embezzlement because they think if you can steal some money from the government, well, it's government money so nobody is going to know and the government is going to find a way to solve the problem. But it's embezzlement and there are many government officials that have actually gone to jail because of this. So um, you have government contracts, for example, the government wants to build a school or the government wants to build a hospital in a particular area. Usually there is a contractor who signs off um, a huge sum of money that is supposed to be used maybe the hospital is going to cost 10 million okay now this contractor is supposed to build a hospital worth 10 million but in most cases this contractor will do everything to build a hospital that probably cost the, the actual worth of the hospital is maybe 7 million and the rest of the 3 million disappears into private pockets that's huge embezzlement so this is um, an explanation of what I want you to understand um, what embezzlement means and uh, a lot of people think that embezzlement simply means um, using project money for personal things but in fact embezzlement is much more than that it extends to stealing um, companies 
become the path of personal use. Um, if probably you're supposed to, some companies provide accommodation for their staff, and if you take that accommodation and then you rent it out so that people can pay rent privately to you and you can pocket the money, that's embezzlement too. And there are people who think um, it's okay to take office supplies. You know, office supplies, things like paper, toilet tissue, uh, markers, especially in the case of uh, us teachers in schools, you have people who think that it's okay to steal from the school office. Maybe you take some notebooks, there's some spare notebooks lying in the office, so you take them home and give them to your children. Uh, maybe there, are, there is a whole box of markers in the office, so you decide to take three or four or five and give it to your child at home. Or you go to the, the, the toilet and then you decide to take away a roll of tissue. Or you decide to steal some of the snacks from the canteen section of your company or your school. All of that can be considered embezzlement. You are trying to embezzle property that does not belong to you. So, in a nutshell, to embezzle simply means you take what does not belong to you, you take what actually belongs to the company, and you take it, you steal it, and you find a way to cover it up. In most cases, the boss or the person doing the auditing cannot notice that something has been stolen because there are several ways to cover up this crime. So this is embezzlement and it is a social ill because it's still and it is punishable by law. So it's a crime too. And I hope that this one example, this one social ill that we have discussed today it's going to be a good addition to your list and as I said it's very closely related to bribery and corruption. People who practice bribery and corruption are very very likely to embezzle because it's the same kind of immorality. It's the same kind of um, doing something in a crooked manner so somebody who embezzles is very likely to bribe someone and somebody who usually practices bribery and corruption is very likely to embezzle funds so i think this is very um this is very important for people who are doing business for people who are leaders in companies and in government departments to find ways to prevent embezzlement with that we come to the end of our discussion today and our 15 minutes are up so time to go this is teacher signing up and i'll see you in the next episode